It's Macy's Friends and Family with our biggest savings on everything you need to get ready for the holidays. Like an extra 30% off brands that rarely go on sale with your coupon or Macy's card. And take 15% off fragrances, skincare, makeup, and more great beauty gift ideas. Going on now at Macy's. Plus get contact-free curbside pickup or pickup in store today. Details at Macy's.com slash pickup. Savings off regular sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. Yo, yo. I go by the name of Pharrell from the Neptunes. And I just want to let y'all know I'm your push. The world is about to feel something that they never felt before. Come on. Ghetto to ghetto, the backyard to yard, I sell it with one whip, it's off the hard, I'm the neighborhood pusher, call me subwoofer, cause I pump bass like that jack, on the off the track, I'm heavy cuz, ball to your fathers, you can duck to the fatty gov, sorry my love, but I'm seeing through these eyes, Benz convoys with the wagon on the side, only big boys keep deuces on the ride, Gucci Chuck Taylor with the wagon on the side. Man, I make a buck while I scram. I'm trying to show y'all who the fuck I am. The Jews is flirting. Be damned if I'm hurting. Legend in two games like my Pee Wee Kirkland. Platinum on a block. What up, what up, what up, San Antonio, Corpus, Reno, Austin, Del Rio. People up at Tyler, people up in Shaw City, people down the whole 305 South Florida region. You're tuned in here to the Thursday edition of the Sports Grind. Calvin Casey, Rudy J. Yes, sir. Sam spinning the one and twos. We are broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios and this first segment of the day is going to be presented by Integrity Advisors Agency of Stephen Reese. Keep in mind, Stephen Reese is a fully virtual insurance broker. Not only can he find you the best product, but now he can make sure he gives you the best prices out there. So pretty that's the reason why, because he's he represents over 30 carriers for auto, home, business, and life insurance. Give him a call. His number is 210-641-4000. Again, that's 210-641-4000. That's Integrity Advisors Agency of Stephen Reese, official sponsor of the sports crime. 736-9760. If you know what you want to talk about, it's open phone lines. Feel free to give us a call. Anything that was on yesterday's show, you didn't have an opportunity to call or anything that we're discussing today that you want to weigh in on, uh, we just ask you to be patient during the breaks and during the segments. And we'll get to the phone calls accordingly. What's up, man? I'm in the building, baby. Let's get it. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. What's up, Sam? You ready? Yes, sir. All right. So uh, today on the docket, uh, we've got a, quite a few things to get to. Uh, of course, we'll get to uh, your Spurs that resumed in action last Ouch. night. Um, Ouch. Got hit off at the buzzer. You buzzer know? booty. Yeah. So um, they take an L there. So that's two and one on the trip. We'll talk about that. Uh, you know, other NBA games last night we'll get to. Uh, Lakers get uh, dominated uh, by the Jazz. Um, yeah, they didn't they didn't cover that nine. You yeah, and about, I, you know. I te- that's why I texted you this morning. Good thing I'm not a betting man. Yeah, because that was uh, I figured they were high enough spread for a that reason. That was never but, uh, that was never close, right? But I mean, you don't expect someone to hit 22 threes on you, or do you? Well, I mean, I just think right now, uh, you know, of course, with Anthony Davis out, uh, you know, with uh, Schroeder out there, I mean, Utah's a better team right but now. But Mark Jackson, is sound, I mean, he wasn't trying to sound like a broken record, but he, was, he even said, like, I don't want to sound like a broken record, but some of this stuff has nothing to do with Anthony Davis. He said that about four times last night on the broadcast, just effort, yeah. defensive assignments, transition points after made buckets, they they're, uh, they need the all-star break. 
I don't think this is the Laker team we're going to see going forward, obviously, once Anthony Davis is back in pocket. But with the quick turnaround that they had, they're looking, they're peeking around the corner to the all-star break for sure because the effort just wasn't there last night. But I don't think this is a – I don't think this means that they can't win at all. It's just right now, like a lot of teams, they're going through a rough patch. Well, it's obviously a lot's going to depend on the Achilles of Anthony Absolutely. Davis. Absolutely. Um, they're 5-5 five and five without Anthony Davis overall wow. since he's been there. They're 5-5. Five and five. I think that's their third loss in a row or something like that. Uh, but Utah's a very good team. They, they stretch the lead a little bit more in the standings over the Lakers. Uh, you know, they sit at the number one seed right now. Um, and you said something about the beautiful game with Utah. No, I said spots. Don't don't do that because mm. I don't want I don't want saying I don't want this city mad at me. But if you've been paying attention, I know you have. I know you watch you watch more basketball than I do. Um, college and NBA combined, you know. But um, their spots where they resemble it's not it's nowhere near what the 2014 you know Spurs did for the entire season. But their spots, and keep in mind, Quinn Snyder comes from this tree. Mm-hmm. He spent some time with the Austin, at the time they were the Austin Toros. So he knows the system, and he knows about ball movement, and he knows about turning down a good shot to find somebody with a great shot. One, Shaq put the battery in this team's back. That's number one. But their spots, if you're watching Utah, if you're not watching Utah, don't tweet me, don't call me, don't email me, don't talk to me. And I know most of y'all don't watch Utah. That's not y'all's job. But if you're really watching Utah, there's spots where they play the beautiful game, where it's seven, eight passes, and the guy's wide open, and they're knocking down open threes, which is what the 2014 Spurs did better than probably any team that we've seen in a very long time. You probably have to go back into the 60s, 70s, before you've seen that. But there's spots where Utah plays the beautiful game. Of course, it's a lot of isolation because of Clarkson and Donovan Mitchell. But they have those moments where they play the beautiful game, and it's not a shock to me because Quinn Snyder comes from this family. Okay. Well, um, you know, it's, you know, most likely unless there's injuries involved. I mean, I think Utah is probably going to end up with the one seed. Uh, The one thing I will say about uh, the defending champs, Lakers, is that regardless, you know, Anthony Davis being out, but, you know, this is going to be a little bit different than last year, the bubble, because you have the factor into travel and other people's home arenas. Um, you know, even though we're a low minimum capacity of fans, some people, some NBA teams haven't even got fans all the way in yet at all. Uh, but by the time we get to the playoffs, that's going to be different from playing in the ballroom. So that's still a factor. That's a good point, too. Yeah, it's going to be a big factor because I think it's going to be um, – I think it'll be more competitive all the way around. I mean, if you look at the standings in the NBA – uh, even on the east and western side, both. I mean, everybody's pretty much packed together. I mean, it's uh, no, it, from it's one a, through ten. I mean, on both sides, game. it's it's games are. I mean, there's a lot of familiarity in the wins and loss columns uh, in regards to uh, after you get past the top three teams uh, together. And I and I speak of that of um, you know the Lakers, the Clippers, and. Um, and who else would I throw in there? Lakers, Clay, and Utah. I mean, yeah. if you look at past their records, then it starts getting more jumbled. So you got that going on. So we'll talk some NBA. Um, also, we've got, um, you know, actually it would football, you know, um, I guess just Schefter tweeted and basically fired off, um, you know, a lot of talk uh, today in regards to Russell Wilson. I know there's a his piece in Athletic. Yeah, his agent that, came out and said, no. we didn't demand a trade. But if you should trade us, 
we we would accept a trade to um, the Bears, the Cowboys, the Raiders, the, the Saints, and the Raiders. Um, they've they've made it known behind closed doors they're open for a trade. Um, you know, there's certain guys, and I put Russell in one of those categories that uh, gives off the perception of he is going to care and he does care what people think of him. You think and so? Of course. And and I think, you know, um, and when I say that, meaning that, you know, that's the only thing that really upsets me with the whole thing, whether it's the NBA side or now the NFL with some of these what quarterbacks. Because I just feel there's certain guys that, like, if you want out, just say you want out. Don't tiptoe around it. I mean, because you're trying oh, to straddle the fence. Oh, now you frustrated with me? No, your your whole deal is just the fact of guys wanting out, period, if they're still in the contract. My thing is if you are a Russell Wilson that's earned the right to say, I mean, I know part of this article is saying that, you know, um, he left an offensive meeting irate during the season because uh, him and Pete Carroll got into it because he's upset about the game plan philosophy, so he flipped over a chair, did whatever have you. Um, if you if you want out or you're not happy about it and you've earned the right as Russell Wilson and you're one of those few guys in the league that, in the NFL at that position that has this kind of power of juice, just say it. I mean, you know, the interview, that just lets me know the interview and kind of how he handled himself on the Dan Patrick show was calculated. Now we hear this, and then Adam doesn't just tweet that out for anything. So And also, which I didn't know, but Russell Wilson also has a no-trade clause in his contract. So that, that that's not just rumorville right there. I, I think there is a part that wants it out. And I have to just dissect those cities. And obviously, when you look at the cities he put on the list, and you have to really correlate with, you know, who his significant other is in those markets that they're talking about. Okay, well, it's Dallas, Chicago, Vegas, New Orleans. Did he didn't put Atlanta on there? No. Okay, it wasn't Atlanta. Okay. Atlanta wasn't on there. Okay, so... Um, well, but maybe you know, I mean, trade them the, down the there. headlines are because of the whole Dak situation here in this region. the The headlines are just saying, "Oh, he would accept a trade to the Cowboys." They're leaving out those other three teams because you know we know how Cowboy fans do. Like, why would he want to be anywhere else? But we're like I said, the starting bid. You got, you coming off of three ones just to start, and I, I mean, you may, they may want to pass rusher, they may want to guard, they may want a left tackle. Who knows, but the starting bid is at least three ones, I would think. I think it depends on what the team is, who's going to do business. I, I think it just depends on really what the what team we're talking about. I mean, because some team could have some pieces on the defensive side of the ball or the offensive side of the ball or quarterback in general that Seattle might want if this is a situation between Russell and Seattle that's unreconcilable, that they can't come to a, a, a grounds to meet here. Uh, but don't, I love Russell Wilson. The only thing I would say is just put your name on it. Deshaun has. You know what I'm saying? And he right. doesn't have a Super Bowl ring. He doesn't have a Super Bowl MVP. Um, you know, um, so to me, um, well, 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 Russell doesn't either. That's right. He didn't win the MVP that year. They did win it. Um, but I, I just feel like just put your name on it, man. But those teams are very interesting. I mean, Dallas – um, Dallas could make sense, I mean, to me, um, due to the fact that Seattle, Dallas might not even have to give up that much due to the fact that Seattle feels like they get a quarterback in return uh, yeah. in regards to cheaper. You know, Dallas could look at it like, hey, you know what, this is Russell Wilson. Maybe Jerry doesn't mind basically paying that to Russ. You know, you could look at it that way. Uh, but there's smoke, uh, there's fire. So this is uh, – So this, this is real to you. This isn't like – I mean, first of all, the Athletic ran with it, and they had a piece on it, and then they're – I consider the athletic credible, 
and the, their guys are right for them. But um, if he stormed out of a meeting during the season over offensive philosophy, maybe it was out of frustration. But of getting that's hit why they. So much. But, but but again, but, to my point on some of these guys, like what I was saying with Harden. Um, I won't throw Deshaun in there. I don't know if they – I don't think they've bent over backwards for him. But Russell, like, okay, Russell's pretty upset with our offensive game plans. Brian, Mr. Schottenheimer, we've had a good time with you. Thank you for everything you've done, but we're letting you go. So, Russell, uh, y'all got till midnight to give me my money. They go get him his money. I need a deep threat. They go get DK Metcalf. I don't have no pass rush on defense. They go and make the trade for the guy from Cincinnati. Uh, Russell, we need somebody promoting this new Starbucks ad. Here's $10 million. Russell, we need somebody promoting this. We need somebody promoting that. Here, here's some more money for you. Here's some more money for you. They've done they've done a lot for Russ. So, again, I, I can I understand why Seattle is probably taken back by this. And they've I'm just playing, I'm just playing fair. I think so. I, I, I mean, look, every, every move you make isn't going to work, but every move you make – is to make Russell better. How long did they take to even go think about taking a, a player like a DJ Metcalf and around? I, that, first of all, the okay. one main thing that they haven't done is what the reason why it costs one guy at a very young age to retire in Indianapolis is they haven't protected him. They haven't done enough. They haven't addressed really the offensive line, uh, make it really a priority because it's not the sexiest thing to do. Um, they've kind of put the shackles on them a little bit for uh, for the most part up until this last season uh, when we got all with the whole let Russ cook. They were running. It was a run first team, so they didn't really let them blossom. I'm not saying they haven't done right. anything for, for him. And, no, I don't think that uh, they've done – yes, I would say they've done more for him as a franchise than Deshaun Watson has, you know, but – at the end of the day, I just think that guys, these guys at these QB rooms and quarterback fraternity, they're talking. They're mm-hmm. talking, and 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 they talk during the season. They talk off the season, and they know they've got the juice. And I do believe that there's some truth in regards to this, where the smoke, there's fire. I don't think it's just one of the, well, we not really asked for trade. Yeah, y'all kind of did. Y'all just putting it out there in that, that regards. Listen to the Sports Grind broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios. We'll be back. I like my red bone, flat, cello, light skin, yellow, iced out, hello. I'm the king of New York, mellow, black hair by the region, Sapello. Ice around, know me. I'm a year of boy, Genovi. I like my red bone, flat, cello. All right, back here on the Sports Grind, 736-9760, broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios. This next segment is going to be presented by Double Days Pizza. Keep in mind, Double Days Pizza, the newest locations out in Alamo Ranch. They still have their location in Leon Springs. That is Double Days Pizza, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. Uh, but, no, the Russell Wilson thing, that's a real deal, man. That's that's the real deal. I know I've had a few Cowboy fans here just message me one text and just say this is – this is cheaper labor for, uh, you know, for Jerry, you know, in regards to Russ compared to what you had to pay for Dak. Uh, but we'll have to sit back and see how it goes. I'll tell you one thing, though, um, depending that? on how, you know, because according to this uh, athletic article, I haven't read all of it, but also, um, you know, too, you have a situation where um, you, if there's some animosity between the two, and Seattle really wants to. Well, he has a no trade clause, and it's kind of it is kind of cor- not corny. It is kind of whack to say, "Hey, we didn't demand a trade, but 
If you do trade me, here's exactly. where I want to go. Like, exactly. come on, dog. It's it's that going. I, I mean, mean, he's a perfect fit in Chicago. You know, I, I just feel. Hey. <laughs> nah. I mean. Hey, you want Khalil Mack in three ones? Here you go. Khalil ain't the same. I think, you know, but to be honest with you, jokingly, all seriously, not jokingly, but Chicago, out of all the teams that you're hearing about that are rumored into whether they be the Deshaun Watson sweepstakes, you know, whatever, out of all the quarterbacks that might be available via trade, Chicago, I feel, should be the most aggressive out of any, all of them, uh, NFC or AFC, because they have not had – they have never solidified the quarterback position for at that guy. Now, granted, you know, Russell's not old, uh, but he does have some miles on him. So even if there was be a Russell, they would acquire. Um, I to, to me, out of all of Chicago should be all in and moving mountains over earth um to get Deshaun Watson. And 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 to me, I just feel is because Hey, if you got to go without a draft for, you know, because, you know, I've heard this take, which is true. Some of these GMs that, let's say, if you're going to be in a Russell, Deshaun, and you're talking about two ones or three ones for three years, you know, one this way, you know, sometimes it depends on how good your GM can he build the team back up rounds three through five and six and seven. That's, that's what, what I whoever, that's where that's that's, where Super Bowls are that, won rounds three through seven. That's whoever's going to get that. But I think if I'm Chicago, they should be all in over any team for either one of these quarterbacks. I think Deshaun's one A or Russell, but definitely Deshaun Watson. Because that's what, uh, because the other three teams, Cal, have a decent situation at worst. Like Dak, first of all, Dak's above decent. Um, New Orleans, I would say that's a decent situation. Winston, but Winston is going with Sean Payton now, so I think that's a little bit above decent. Derek Carr is decent. So I think you're 100% right because the Bears quarterback situation is below decent. It's been below decent since like 30 years, <laughs> 35 years. That's why I think they that, – that's why I'm telling you Chicago should be all in on Deshaun Watson. Now, I, I, I've told you about that mystery team in regards to Carolina. I do believe where there's smoke, they're fired going back to Deshaun, moving from Russell. And really that's why I keep saying it's coming down to, I believe – um, I, I don't think Houston's going to move him until April to March, right at draft day or before draft. I think they'll have the talks. They'll take the offers on the table and find out what best suits them going into April's draft. So I don't think it's going to happen in March. Uh, if it does happen in March, it's going to happen in late March and April. But I still say it's coming down to Chicago, Miami, Denver, and then and the, and the, and the outside dark horse might be taking the lead here pretty soon is Carolina. And you look at the teams and the actions of what they're doing, what Carolina's done. Look at Denver today. Jarrell Casey, they release him. Who is uh, he? Was he worth it? Well, he first good? of all, well, from Tennessee, Tennessee fans tell you, hell yeah, oh, he's one of the right. big t- tackles. But last year, I think he got hurt like in week three, week four. He didn't play. Free up money. I like Casey, but I'm down with the move. Von Miller's probably next over here in the next few days. I mean, I think I, that that's from what my source, from what I'm hearing, is possible. Like he's got, I mean, like I said, he's got the case moving, uh, pending, even though it might not mount to anything. And there's no way he can account for eighteen million dollars on the cap. There's no way. Mm. From everything I'm hearing, there's no way up there, and there's no way for me. I like Vaughn, but eighteen, you're gonna have to come down or either out. You're gonna be the second two because this is George Patton's biggest moves. Is uh, the, the next big decision is what they're gonna do with Vaughn. 
because I got asked about that from Casey Robb. Another guy, Daryl, asked me, hey, what do you think, Drew? Hey, I like it. They freeing up cat space in case they catch that tiger shark out of Houston. Um, Sam, you want Russ or Dak? Do you think it's the same? I think, Lateral. I think Russ is. I still think Russ is an upgrade, but I mean, I think we're arguing over basically you know, half a game, a game upgrade yeah. over Dak. And, but and then I would. Mm. I, then don't you kind of lean toward Dak because of the age? That's. I mean, if I'm looking, Jerry is. All right, we're here with Nina, who is hosting a little Tuesday get together, and she has gone all out. Yep, she's done the fancy charcuterie thing. <gasps> Look at those solid maple serving boards. So classy. And those gold room side plates? Gorgeous. Oh, you're absolutely right. And she got it all at Marshall's for way less. Even the cheese? No, not the cheese, but that to die for sequin top. Marshalls? Yep, Marshalls. Fabulous brands. Feel good prices at Marshalls. You might have noticed a change in your neighborhood lately. Yep, Sprint stores are now T-Mobile stores. Now that Sprint is T-Mobile, you get more coverage, value, and benefits than ever before. We've invested billions to bring our 5G from big cities to small towns across America. And great coverage is just the start. From high-speed mobile hotspot data to weekly deals and giveaways, our customers get tons of great benefits. Head to your new T-Mobile store to learn more. Qualifying service and capable device required. Coverage not available in some areas. Some uses may require certain plan or features. See T-Mobile.com. Always going to be in a win-now mode. So, I mean, if I'm I'm from Jerry's mindset... I think he would rather have Russ because he's the proven. I mean, he's shown he yeah. can win it. He's got the resume shows. He's you know he's got the ring. Uh, but if I was building the team, I would still, I'd still re-sign Dak and ride with that. Especially, I mean, Dak has been the leader of that locker room for Absolutely. four straight seasons. Yeah. I mean, ever since he was a rookie, yeah. I mean, he won that locker room over. I think that Absolutely. would just be a lot of lot of upheaval uh that you would then be rebuilding with russ which still not a bad option but i think i think i'd still lean back that's a good take i agree with sam on that i mean i think jerry is looking at it from a stick because he would get russell cheaper than he is going to get Dak. i mean Dak signs his franchise tag here in another week or two this time next year Dak's looking at at least 200 million i think on the open market it, especially if he has another if he has another good season off this ankle injury, he's looking at easy at two hundred, uh, you know, on the open market. But you know, um, and 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 I think from Russ's agent in his camp, and even Sierra, I think they're looking at it from Dallas them. That's marketable. That's more commercial. That's more money. But from the I think Sam hit it on the head. From the age standpoint, I agree. Now, if Russell didn't have a trade clause, I was I didn't know he didn't have a trade clause, but I was like, if it really he got, doesn't, right? No, he does. Oh, he has, he has a, a no trade, trade clause. clause. Okay. So I was thinking, if he doesn't, if it really got nasty, if I was Seattle, I would ship his ass down to Atlanta so he'd be down there with future. So go ahead and move you and Sierra down back to future. But no, um, yeah. So I that that's the way I look at it. But we'll see, man. It's it's gonna heat up. You know, Ben, we talked about him, the Rudy Fay. He's got a big decision. Adam Schefter knew something. He was holding out. On what? Remember when he said it, he, he thought it'd be 15 quarterbacks moving? He said that over Adam, and every single I'm taking Adam over knew, on 18. Adam knew Russell was okay. upset. Yeah, there's a lot of guys. A lot of that. There's only those uh, hand selected guys. And then you've got Tampa Bay's GM Tom. They're already talking about giving Tom an extension, possibly. They've got some big decisions to make on the off the free agent. I think their biggest, most important one is Shaquille Barrett. I don't know if they're going to – he's saying that he's got to get paid. Goodwin is probably going to be the tag. I think the receiver, they're going to tag Goodwin. and uh, Or if I was them, I'd tag Barrett. 
Because I don't think they tagged him last year. I don't think he played on the tag last year. He might have. I can't remember. Uh, but Tampa, they're saying, hey, if Tom restructures, because Tom's already said now he's looking possibly old past the age of 45. So they may be looking to redo his deal and extend him out that would keep him definitely there to retire his career in Tampa. So a lot of things moving around. When we get back, we'll get to Eddie's phone call. You listen to the Sports Grind broadcasting here uh, from the Rounders Car Club Studios. We'll be back. All right, back here on the Sports Garage, 736-9760. Broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios. This next segment is going to be presented by Texas Chair Liquor. has three locations with number four on the way. Uh, their current locations are located off 604 Petranco and 211, and their uh, newest location is now open off 90 in Montgomery. But like I said, they have a fourth location on the way. If you follow them on Facebook and like them on Facebook, you'll stay up to date on their tastings and events. That is Texas Chair Liquor, official sponsor of the sports crime. All right. He's a fish. He's out right now, Conan. Yeah, he got pardoned. He yeah, got a true. he got a ring or a necklace that with uh in ice and all ice it says Trump ties. Well, well hey, dog, you get me, you get me out. Just, yeah, I voted for him. Say well, something. Yeah. Wow, well, might as well have been at the Capitol then. <laughs> hey, you, um, speaking of that, uh, old Bobby's out too. Any any do out this week, Smarty? Any Bobby out? got out two days ago. Oh, like, yeah, and they, and they treat him well. like he Nelson Mandela. What do you mean they treat him like he Nelson Mandela? Dog, that's 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 for another show, man. We're yeah. gonna, we're not gonna discuss that in front of company. Yeah. For, for in front of company, <laughs> we're not gonna discuss that in front of company because <laughs> yeah. we. You got to fill me in on that, what you mean by that. But, yeah, I got yeah, you. Yeah, I ain't going to discuss that in front of company. Uh, but, anyway, before we go on, let's go to the phone. Let's go to Eddie. Eddie on the sports ground here on Ticket 760. What's up, Eddie? Hey, guys. Uh, good to hear y'all, man. That last week was a long week, man, for everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, Thank you. But, but just wanted to talk about I know I see Rudy, you know, throw love on Twitter. But I'm pretty sick of the disrespect that DeMar's getting, man. This is just ridiculous. <laughs> It's because, I get it, stats are blinding, man, you know, but stats can be just stat triggers, man. Just like, you know, you can average 50 points a game, but it's what you really do during the games and for your team. It's the eye test. And, I mean, this guy, he's the leader of a young team. He's, he wasn't asked to come here. He got brought here, and he's been done nothing but a, a good leader, a mentor. He's the closer. He's the best player on the team. If you look at everybody on the East or the West that has playoff teams right now, it's like the old school 90s. They all they just have two all-stars, like caliber players, minimum, right? This guy, if it weren't for DeMar, no one in the NBA would care about anyone on the Spurs roster, no one. And, I mean, they got some nice pieces, but that's it. And he's by himself. But, again, and, and I know the questions always ask, yeah, well, who are you going to take off or whatever? Look. I know that this kid, Luca in Dallas, is going to run the league in the West for the next, you know, whatever decade. I'm not saying he's not. Guy's a beast. But we're talking about what you're doing now. They're barely 500. They, he's been mediocre, let's be real. It's just because he averages 30 points, but a lot of it, he takes 30 shots a game. Okay? He's per se, and, he, and mm. I'm just saying, DeMar got screwed and the disrespect. But then again, even locally here, you know, fans don't pop him up. 
sports shows here don't pop them up. I mean, it's, you know, it is what it is, guys. Well, first of all, uh, yeah, thanks for the phone call. I appreciate the first, phone first call. Off, first of all, you struck a nerve with Sam over there talking about his Mavericks and Luka. Um, I would sit there and tell you this before Sam and Rudy chime in. I, I think, you know, it, it it hasn't really been – I understand he didn't choose to come here, but it hasn't really been – his effect that what I feel like he's had on this team this year hasn't been on the team since day one since he got here. So because uh, I was one of those you speak of here in the local media that hasn't really propped him up and dogged him hard, but I believe it give it credit with credit due in this year. And I don't know if you listened to the show yesterday, Eddie, or not. I think what we've come to conclusion, what I think it has a lot to do besides whether who you're going to take off, is it Luke or whoever, they had no they had no national game scheduled this year. Yes. So when you sit there in your phone call and you said, well, they no one would care about this team if it wasn't for DeMar Rosa. Well, they he was on the team last year this year, and the league didn't schedule them zero national televised games, which I think has something to do Absolutely. with people not seeing exactly the effect that he has on this young not team. Not everybody has the so, league pass, and even if you yeah. do, I don't know if you're wa- if you're not from here, I don't know if you're watching the Spurs. Yeah. Um, but I mean, but again, I don't. Um, do I think he's undervalued around the league and in this city? Absolutely. Do I think he got screwed in his all-star game? Like you said, Ed, I agree with everything you said, but I don't think he got screwed on the all-star game. I don't have a problem with him not making the all-star team, but I could make an argument for him, but I don't think he got screwed. Yeah. I, I don't. I, I dis, that's the only part we disagree on. Yeah, I, yeah, that is probably harsh to say. Um, and I think it comes from some Spurs fans. But I like, love me some DeMar. But I think it comes from some Spurs fans like Eddie that has come up and been spoiled. The fact that San Antonio up until last year has always had a participant at All-Star Weekend. And last year was the first time in over 20 years uh, that they didn't have. Also, that's two years in a row. If they don't get a reserve or anything, yeah. Well, if nobody Booker, plays, Booker took ADs we, we got anybody that can participate in a three-point contest if they have that, if they're going to do that. They already said no. they're not having the uh, what, rising what, stars. Yeah. So you think they might not even have the skills challenge then. They're going to do away no. with the dunk contest? No. They still going to have that? Oh, I think they still going to have dunk contest, but I'm saying no. I don't think we'll have a spur in it. Yeah, so this will be two years in a row. Maybe if that's Lonnie, the case. Lonnie could be in the dunk contest. Maybe he can fly. It would be two two years in a row. Um, but I'm but talking in, about the game. Even if he got three-point dunk or whatever, I don't count them. I'm talking about the game. No, I feel you. Yeah. I feel you. Well, I mean, for the record, even if you have a slam dunk or a three point that or skill challenge, that is participation. I'm be Calvin on that one. I'm gonna tell him. I'm, gonna I'm just telling you the letter of the I'm law. Hey, we gonna talk about playoffs? I thought we would do championship. Yeah. Okay. No, I'm gonna be Calvin on that one. Nah, don't give me that. Okay. Talk about the game. Seven three six nine seven sixty. Yeah. Well, they lost the game last night. Came up short Ooh. at the buzzer. Uh, Dejounte Wide was still open. positive. Huh? Wide open. Yeah. How does he get that open? A lot of people blaming Patty. I don't blame people. A lot, most people blame Patty. I think it's just a blown defensive assignment in general. He shouldn't be that open. But the guy, maybe he's open for a reason. He's not a great shooter, but he did have a buzzer beater in the bubble as well. I think they looked against, a lot better than I thought they would being off a, right. over a week. I mean, you know, they're 2-1. and one. I think that's definitely a game they win if they didn't have a stoppage in, in play because uh, they had some momentum, some rhythm. And again, you got you got some guys out, man. I mean, you I mean you like I said, Demar's still handling with his personal situation with his father, loss of his father. Um, you know, there's again, who who else didn't play last night? Um, no, no. Uh, um, well, who else was missing last night from them besides oh, Demar? Keldon, Keldon, Rudy, yeah. Rudy. Um, there's another big one we're missing. Obviously, oh, Derek White. Yeah. Okay. 
But Rudy's been missing all season. No, he hasn't. Rudy, no, he hasn't. I, I no, he hasn't. Rudy, no, he hasn't. That's harsh. Look, no, man, he hasn't. First of all, don't do Rudy's first of all, we're not, Rudy. What we're not going to do in this show is disrespect no, anybody with the name Rudy. Yeah, I'm, but Rudy, I haven't brought him up because I've been trying to stay positive. Nah, Rudy hasn't. Rudy is out there using your phrase. Rudy over there, he might have some sprinkle games here and there. Other than that, he's out there getting cardio. Okay. Wow. You can might as well get a Notre Notre, Notre track, whatever you call not them true. Yeah, man. He, I'm not. If you if you ask me, who really hasn't been that big of a bright spot on the team, or who can really, besides the obvious that people bang on Lamarcus, whatever, it would probably Rudy's having a tough year, in my opinion. You got you could probably count on one hand how many nah, good games stand up ever. Oh, okay, man. All right. Seven three six nine seven sixty. You listen to the Sports Grind broadcasting here for the Rounders Car Club Studios. We'll be back. All right, back here on the Sports Grind, 736-9760. Broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios. This next segment is going to be presented by Tiger Sanitation. Don't forget Tiger Sanitation. If you're looking for a job, they're always hiring. A great company to work for. Do a lot of things for the surrounding community and other areas. That is Tiger Sanitation, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. Speaking of Tiger, uh, What's Tiger, the latest? Tiger Woods. Um, yesterday, it was just the only news update yesterday was just basically the, um, you know, you got, because they got the tournament this week. I forgot what tournament it is, but you got the players' reaction. Uh, first off, before we get to the uh, sheriff situation, okay. you got the players' reaction um, here. You know, Kepka, I really like what Kepka said. I mean, Kepka's a said. guy that's on edge, very cocky. You know, that's one of the guys I felt that, you know, that pretty much wouldn't, you know, the whole Tiger thing or whatever, he's in that mode regardless whether Tiger's out there. But he, that's probably the most humble that I've seen Kepka. Um, just saying that, hey, look, uh, you know, he goes, uh, if you want me to be real with you, he said uh, he's probably the reason why 80% of us out here. He, he said 80. <laughs> he said it's, he's, about, he's responsible for about the reason why 80% of us out here right now. He goes, the money's at where it's at because of him. We got more tournaments because of him. He goes, and yeah, he still moves the needle. People still want to see him. You know, he said, regardless what I Kepka do. don't talk like yeah, that. Yeah, he said, regardless what I do, anybody does, people want to show up to see him. He goes, so right now, he goes, it's lucky. You know, he's just saying he's grateful that he's alive. He said, but yeah, he goes, he's responsible for 80%. He goes, I say about 80% of the reason why we're here. So that's yeah, that. that. That speaks volumes because Kepka is not, Kepka believes in himself and he don't really give props the, like that. There, there's, uh, there was a couple others that basically spoke. I had to go listen to Rory's like two or three times before Why? I wanted to come in blazing on Rory. I mean, but oh, I listened. What, 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 what paraphrase what Rory, well, Rory said. Well, Rory was – because the reporter asked us like, hey, you know, the news, of course, with Tiger and, you know, the severity of his injuries and stuff. He goes, well, what do you think that this is with this golf? Do you think you think he'll be back or is he done? And Rory just kind of paused a little bit and he said, well, he goes, well, first of all, he goes, you know, he goes, he's not Superman. And he said, uh, he goes, he is human. He goes, and, and considering what he's already done and adored and gone through already, and he just paused. He goes, you don't know. He goes, but the main thing is he's alive. Uh, he goes, I think golf is really secondary right now. 
Um, he goes, but, you know, that's it. So that's the way he came Well, out. how did it touch you first to where you felt like you might come in here and let him have it? Why did that rub you the wrong way? Well, because I think in his demeanor and the way he says the first thing is where he paused with the question of, uh, you know, like, well, he ain't Superman. You know, he is human so being. Like, bat, I, I, I think it's because it came across to me of what um, I got to experience paying attention to golf uh, in the early 2000s, uh, in mid 2000s. When it came down to where, like, look, we're here. And again, they're not stupid and they understand. I mean, hello, this is like the first tournament. Basically, this, this crash just happened on Tuesday. So to me, I just came across that, you know, guys in that era who got tired of showing up to tournaments and asking questions about oh. Tiger. Now, I and after I looked at it, I said, look, I, I, I don't think Roy, and this is a guy who has some relationship with Tiger, a guy that's made it known that it pitches on his wall of Tiger coming growing up, but I just think, and I looked at it, I said, well, maybe he was a little bit irritated at, at the question. Like, of, why are like, you asking me about golf and the guy, you know, just should be happy. To, yeah. He should be happy he's alive. But that School first golf. impression, I was like, wow, okay, so what are you saying? But, but no, I think that, you know, so a lot of golfers don't know that the sport, I mean, the commissioner, I was interested to hear his comments, the PGA commissioner, he's just like, hey, man, he goes, uh, you know, really, he goes, people, he goes, Tiger knows he has the support out here of everybody, and, you know, the second, he was saying, too, he goes, look, this golf is secondary, it's just the fact no that he's still alive. No one's more worried than him. The PGA commissioner, of course, yeah. of course. Uh, but a long road of recovery. That's the, now back to the Tiger thing. That's what I keep still hearing from these doctors licking out stuff and about these other surgeries. Now, the big news, not big news, but the news yesterday surrounding what took place on Tuesday was what we learned. Well, first of all, the sheriff came out and said that there was no, there's going to be no charges brought. It was truly an accident. Um, it's crazy and, and, he had to and, say he wasn't and, drunk. And, it's crazy uh, he has to say that. Like, it was 7 in the morning. Y'all really, like, he really has to come out here and tell y'all that well, the man wasn't drunk? There, It's crazy. Like, because I like to put, I, I can put one on. Like, I, I, I'm a drinker. Mm-hmm. I'm not, unless I'm on vacation, like, if I'm out, if I'm out, of, you know, in L.A. or Cabo, and I'm trying not to waste any days, I might sip a little something at 7 in the morning. But on my way to the golf course to a tea time at 7, I'm not sipping. And well, I'm a drinker. Well, I think you got to keep in mind, under the influence can mean anything. I think the okay. pills thing, because you know what's ironic, and I said this the other day, is because there was a meme that was going around on Monday before this happened when he did that interview with Jim Nance that was asking him about his back surgery in December that led into, like, well, we see you in the Masters. And I remember there was a meme going around because the – it was a, of course, a virtual interview, and if you look at Tiger, then his eyes were kind of red. So people were going around like, "Damn, Tiger, you start that early, or you, you smoke some of that late." Lead. So, so, what? so that was in there. But the other piece that came out yesterday is that we know that this was a vehicle lent to him in regards to why he was down there. He was on his way for like a, something with the Golf Channel or some type of celebrity type, not celebrity thing, but some type of thing with Drew Brees, whatever. But this was a vehicle that was lent to him by this company, whatever. So when I started hearing oh, that, I'm like. Well, hell, I mean, t- t- is Tiger's camps and, and is Tiger, are we talking about potential? From what I've been told, my sources uh-huh. told me that that vehicle he's driving, there's already, it's so popular, there's a waiting list for that vehicle already. That's a very, it's going to be a very popular Hyundai SUV that there's based already a waiting list. because he got in the wreck? Or no, 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 I'm just saying, like, I'm just giving you uh, background on the car well, he's I driving. Looked, okay, because I looked at it as like possibly like, okay, well, if it wasn't his vehicle and this was Lena or whatever, and this has already been ruled a freak accident, was there something that went wrong, faulty, that maybe this could be a big-time lawsuit uh, from Tiger and his camp? Mm. You know, because this particular vehicle, I think they did say that has, and I didn't even know they were starting to put those things in, but the black boxes like in airplanes, 
they've got black boxes that it that that's a black boxes in this car that can kind of see whether and again people were prying i mean i know even me that kind of speculate you said hey you know tiger's credit report but the digging and digging yesterday about is was he drunk was he this and then to find out like this black box you know even so was he on the phone and the speed limit and the sheriff has to say that hey once the investigation is complete all that will come out. But um but yeah, but that's the latest. But really yesterday was just a reaction of the players uh for the first time showing up. Yeah, I saw George Pete say he couldn't think about anything else. Yeah. I don't feel you. All right, seven three six nine seven sixty, listen to the sports crown. We'll be back. Back here on the Sports Grind, 736-9760. Broadcasting here from the Rounders Card Club Studios. And this next segment is going to be presented by, let's see who it is, Journey Business Solutions. They're looking for highly driven sales executives in San Antonio, all right, that have business experience and have a passion to help small businesses as well. Give them a call. The number is one 800 727-9407 or you can visit their website at jbsync.com that is journey business solutions today i want to tell you about a simple way to get all the entertainment you love without the hassle direct tv stream brings your live tv and on-demand favorites together like never before which means you can watch your favorite sports movies and shows all in one place and the best part there's no annual contract so stop waiting and get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. Hey, Jen, we need to sell our home. Do you know a great agent? I do. We just sold with a local Redfin agent. It was awesome. And we paid a 1% listing fee because we bought our new home with Redfin, too. Wow, 1%. Are Redfin agents full service? Totally. Our Redfin agent did it all, and we sold for thousands more than the home next door. I'll check out Redfin today. 1% listing fee when purchasing with Redfin subject to minimums, terms, and conditions. Does not include buyer's agent commission. Learn more at redfin.com or call 844-759-7732. Sponsor of the sports crime. All right, so uh, yes, yeah, so that's the update with Tiger. But circling back a little bit to the NBA, okay. uh, besides the Spurs last night, we touched on the Lakers getting boat raced by Utah. You said that they look weird without AD for sure. Yeah, What's up? Five and five with them. You said there's water entering the boat of the Celtics. Yeah, man, that boat is taking on water. They need they got to get that hole plugged immediately. Immediately, man, it's bad up there. It's bad, and it shouldn't be that bad with Kemba, Jalen Brown, and Jason Tatum. Now, the thing about Boston is how do you make a move and not come off one of those three? Now, the guy that's going to be expendable should they want to make a move is Kemba Walker, but now is Kemba Walker something that the Detroit Pistons would want in return for Blake Griffin? I doubt it. Like, if you're going to move any – Everybody knows that you're not getting Jason Tatum. Jalen Brown is making a case for most improved. So Jalen Brown would probably be the guy that you that you would have to consider moving. But he's an all-star as well. So Boston's in a tough situation because the piece they would want to get, the piece they would be willing to deal 
would probably be Kimba Walker, but I don't think, like I said, when you're talking about somebody like a Blake Griffin who may add some, because again, I don't think Blake can be the alpha male. Uh, you know, I know, like how you say with DeMar, like, I don't think he can be the alpha male, but you put him with a couple other alpha males, and then maybe you have something. Oh. I think he's probably a little bit too immature and too cocky, and the ego got in the way between him and Chris Paul. But the other thing with Blake Griffin is, is he going to be healthy? So Boston's in a pickle because Tatum's not up for – he's not on the table. That's the one piece you know you can't call for them. But do you want to give up on Jalen Brown, and does any other team want Kimba? But they're they're in a they're in a tight situation in Boston. Well, I keep hearing the word surrounded by Boston is about the effort. Their effort's not there. And that comes back to Brad Stevens. Um, you know, it's just <laughs> – you know, I think Brad's in a tough spot, too. With that's coaching. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's why I keep hearing other analysts and experts say, well, the effort, they're lacking effort right now. Um, the only thing working for Boston, if you look at, like I said, in the uh, last hour, you have to look at the uh, upside of the records. Everybody's jam-packed. So it's nothing that they're out of it yet or whatever. But I think the expectations that Boston have from the way they perform in the bubble, and then not only that, it's like, you know, this is, you know, going on with this nucleus. I mean, second year with Kimball Walker, but, you know. But and at I, this point, wouldn't you say the only team that could provide any resistance to the scary hours would be Philly? Like, I don't have Boston and Milwaukee being able to provide resistance to the Nets. I only have Philly in that in that category. Do you, I, I say, mean, it's early, but that that's my take right now. Right Do now, with the way Boston, I would agree with that. But I would instead of just putting Philly, I would still add Milwaukee in there at some point. I just don't have uh, enough. You, you, you don't Chris think Middleton so? and Drew Holiday ain't enough. Well, I mean, I'm not saying maybe to beat them, but when you just say the only path to resistance, I mean, to me. You know, Philly. Philly could be making a looking to make a move, but what I'm hearing before a trade deadline. You know, okay, um, I didn't hear that. You know, Kyle Lowry has been said no that he doesn't really want to leave Toronto, but if he does, he would like to go play in Philly. He's from Philly, so I see. So, that. So I mean, I I keep hearing that Philly could be trying to make a uh, you know make a move. I, I just think you know really the deal of you know Houston the the act that James Harden pulled to get to Brooklyn and Houston ownership having to give him what he wanted and Brooklyn had being in the right situation to take him on really screwed up plans for the teams in the East, like Milwaukee. Absolutely. Like, uh, you know. Because, you, again, there, there were, it was going to be an uphill battle regardless with KD and Kyrie, but adding Harden just kind of like, womp, 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 it kind of really closed the door on two or three teams able to beat them four out of seven. I'm not talking about one night. We're talking about four out of seven trying to stop that three-headed monster. Hmm. That's tough. Seven three six nine seven sixty. I know. Yesterday we talked about the the What's the uh, the warrant of the uh, is he warrant to make the All Star in Zion, and we questioned that. And then Zion yesterday is Bartlett in the car. <laughs> Thirty. Yeah. Seventy percent shooting. That's six times he's done that. Six times he's gone for thirty. And shot 70% while going for 30. He was 13 for 18 last night. And he going up against the Greek freak tonight. He going up against two guys going head-to-head that really can't shoot. The, everything going to the basket. I'm looking forward to watching that tonight. But, again, I, I, I see his team's record, and that is a valid um, argument. as Because Bartlett isn't the only person that has, uh, you know, reached out to me about, you know what, DeMar could possibly take Zion's spot. But, I mean, Zion, despite his team's record, the guy's playing at an all-star clip. 
And again, this ain't me talking. You got to talk to the NBA coaches. You got to ask Pop who we voted for. You got to ask all these other all these other coaches in the Western Conference, Mike Malone and the Steve Kerr's. They they feel like he's an all star. So forget me. Like the fan vote is one thing, but this ain't Rudy and Calvin. The coaches that have to go up against him feel like he's an all star. Well, the other thing last night, NBA, uh, Omelo, Lamelo or Melo? Well, Lamelo, right? Yeah, yeah. Now well, I'm we already Mello. I don't call Carmelo already... Mello anymore. What do you call him? Just Carmelo Anthony. Mello is when he was. I mean, he ain't Mello. Yeah. No, nah, Lamelo but... spoiled Devin Booker's revenge game. Yeah, tell me about what I'm lost in the revenge game. Well, Devin clearly was, and they were feeding him a lot last night. And even though he ended up making the all-star team off of um, Anthony Davis being hurt, they're clearly going to want to be showing people like y'all messed up by not voting this guy to be an all-star. He put up 24 shots last night, probably wanted to get a couple more, but he got blitzed and double teamed. They were clearly trying to let Devin get off last night, and it hurt him and the Hornets. Who there's Hornets, Hornets are sneaky. Yeah. Hornets are they sneaky are. good, man. Like they you are. really got to play a full 48 minutes to beat this Hornets team. I like the direction, and I like what Michael Jordan has finally done. It seems like he's with Bridges and Mello, Graham. They got a nice little young core down there that they're going to be able to grow with that team if Ego stays out of the way and they can keep those guys together. But LaMelo went off on them last night, man. It hurt them trying to get Devin Booker off. That was my take away from looking at the game. You could tell they were going at each other. I mean, and you oh, could tell, yes. And you could tell – uh, that ball, he 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 was looking at the moment. He knew that that was yes. a, you know a game on, and that it was going to be some attention to that game. And he stepped up to play, hit a couple uh, key three pointers too. Dead in Chris Paul's face. Uh, yeah, I, I think he's definitely a better shooter than his brother, just off the gate. Uh, why we got to do that? He is Rudy. I mean, but I feel why do like we have to do his that? His dad should have been hyping up him. But why do we have to do that? Why can't we just support both? Then Why do we, we do can't that? support Why do we do that in our then, culture? Then say he can support Somebody's got to be better. Why do we got to compare him to his brother? Oh, I'm sorry. Did we not compare it? Don't blame it just on our culture. We never compared Eli Manning to Peyton Manning on who was better. We never had those conversations. I don't remember. Yeah, we did. Not just us. Lonzo everybody was always playing well. He's playing well, but he didn't hit the ground running like his brother. His brother ain't dealing with the pressure that Lonzo dealt with. Lonzo went to the Lakers. His dad was in the front of every camera. Every Lonzo was coming in with a whole different type I'll, of pressure. I'll, I'll give you there's some credit to that. And Lonzo had to play his first season or second season with LeBron James. Second season. Come on now. Hey, man. Come on now. One learned from overseas playing against grown man to hit the ground running. The other and one to I'm UCLA. Then his brother landed in, in, in Charlotte. I mean, with a team that's basically yeah, with a team that's like, hey man, let it fly. Who is he? Who is he um, deferring to? Bridges, Graham? No, he didn't make the All Star team in the East, did he? No, no, okay. no, 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 no. Okay, just not sure. yet, young fella. All right, and has the reserves haven't been announced? Yeah, yeah. the reserves been announced. So they've already done the reserves. Damn. Yeah, we're already at, at the will. reserves. Nah, we. Yeah, so yeah, because next week is the whole. The whole next deal. week is the game, baby. What happened to Hope? They didn't do the pick thing this week, this year? They're going to do that. They still have to. That part hasn't been done yet. It's Kevin Durant versus LeBron James. I would tell LeBron, like, hey, you didn't want to be here, so we're going to have to get somebody else to pick that. <laughs> I mean, if you've already went the attitude saying, I'll be there, KD, but I won't be KD's there. KD's going to have to pick Harden and, and Kyrie. Trust me now, LeBron might be a butthole and take Harden with his first pick. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, but KD's got to find a way to get both of those guys. 
736-9760. But back to the Celtic situation. I think, Brad, Steve, there's definitely some rumblings going on. But like I told you, I think I think Danny Ainge would be okay, even though if you say, hey, you stockpile all these picks, look who you have on your roster now, what's the deal? I still think Brad would probably be the guy that is would maybe probably take the fall. I don't. I would be surprised or shocked if something happened midseason or after the break. Speaking of Brad, if he's let go of his duties, if they don't turn this around, I think this would be an off-season type of thing. But I've said it for weeks now. The one thing Brad cannot allow happen is to let Doc Rivers, the guy that he replaced, get his first year back in the East since leaving Boston and take Philly to the NBA Finals. Doc has a better team. It don't matter, man. It doesn't. That I'm not saying that it doesn't matter. It, and and say if it is a because you know over the years there's been a little rivalry on the cool between the Seven Sixers and the Boston. Absolutely. Celtics. So my deal is is that if you lose to Doc in his first year with the team, even if you say he has a little better team, you, you, there's guys on there you can't trade. I mean they got it's a lot easier to let the coach go. And I think with Danny Ainge being Baltus Celtics. Part of that royalty, I'm not saying he's a Larry Bird or Kevin McHale, but Danny Ainge was a big part of those 80 championships. I think it's going to be tough. I'm not tough, but I don't. I think his leash is a little bit longer to say that he would have to follow the sword too with Brad Stevens. I don't think ownership would say, hey, both of y'all are gone, the GM and the coach. I think Brad would get a chance to select. I mean, Danny would get a chance to select somebody else to come in, and then Brad would take some time off maybe, and there'd be about eight or ten college jobs waiting for him if he wanted to. Oh, easy. You know, easily. Yeah, um, I can't believe how long it's been since he's been there. I mean, he's been there in Boston already for uh for a minute. You know, seven three six nine seven sixty. What else we got going on today? Um, other than NBA, who's on the dock? Who's the big one tonight on the NBA? The schedule. I'll tell you when we get back. Oh, we're up against it. Okay. I thought I heard Yeah. It. Okay. So we've got bl- that. Um, we've got that. We'll see who's up. Also, we've got a little bit of news on J.J. Watt, uh, kind of what we're hearing about yeah, that. Got to get his um, top three teams. You listen to the Sports Grind broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios. We'll be back. All right, back here on the Sports Grind, 736-9760. Broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios. Calvin Case, Rudy J. Stans, yep, yep, the yep, one yep. and twos. This next segment is going to be presented by First Serve Tennis. First Serve Tennis has been serving San Antonio for over 25 years. Um, they have all the name brand and racket and apparel. They offer same-day racket restringing and repair. That is First Serve Tennis, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. Um. All right, so keeping it moving here, um, going back a little bit to the NFL uh, with J.J. Watt. Um, there are some reports out there. I don't know if I believe it yet, but um, he has had some offers from multiple teams. Now, uh, ranging supposedly, from about 15 to 16 million. And that's the part that's, that I don't know about if I what really believe. Because I, I believe that's a lot of agents put that stuff out there when you get a client that's, uh, you know, has the resume of J.J. Watt, uh, but get a little bit long in the tooth. Um, that's a lot. I mean, 16 million. Rudy, for a guy that's probably can't play every snap anymore, um, you know, if you're talking about a guy that I believe is younger, I want to say, possibly, maybe. Not as or, injury prone. Or, and, and you're talking about a guy that's coming off of a. Um, 
you know, they're not coming off of, but a guy that is a former Super Bowl MVP in Vaughn Miller, if you're talking about his team is probably maybe within the week or two on the verge of releasing him and he's going to count for $18 million, and he's coming off of a surgery and not not so much and probably younger, I, I think that is a lot for JG because I, I think you, the perfect example, and I'm not saying there's no way that that's all fake. I'm just saying I'm skeptical about that. I do believe there's quite a few teams that have called him as interesting, but they said the highest offer they received is around the 15, 16. Yeah, million. right now the top yeah. three teams Teams are uh, the Titans, the Buffalo Bills, as you mentioned yesterday, and because of he did go to Wisconsin, his ties. The last, the other team is the uh, the Green Bay Packers. Now, according to John Clayton, the professor, Hall of Famer, John Clayton. Man, I ain't seen reporter. Clayton in a while. He good. Yeah, he doing all right. Okay. I haven't talked to him in a minute, but um, he's saying that you know that he believes that the front runners are Buffalo. Who did John say? I think he said Buffalo. <clears throat> Excuse me, Green Bay and the Titans. And the Titans. Yeah, that's what I said. Is that what you said? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, Buffalo makes sense because they need they need um, you know they need pass rush. Tennessee definitely, but I mean to me, I don't think JJ. I would rule out Tennessee because JJ, out of the respect he has for the fans, maybe he's lost some respect for the organization, you the front office. I don't think he. I know. I don't think he would do that. I, I really think it would probably Man, be Buffalo. If you go give me eighteen million dollars. I'll play in Dallas up the street. It don't matter about – there's no loyalty in football. There's certain – but, Rudy, there's certain players that, that when you're talking about a face of a franchise, it's very rarely – not saying it doesn't happen, but even if you're a defensive end or something, it's very rarely somebody like a J.J. Stature is going to go sign free agent-wise in your own division unless you really want – if you're set out on revenge to face your former team twice a year. I don't think that is the case with J.J. I think J.J. wants an opportunity to play for a ring. I, I really think that um, – so I'm thinking that it would – Buffalo makes the more sense to me because they will stay competitive. They'll have an opportunity to win the AFC next year again. Um and I would look at pretty much Green Bay. He played in Wisconsin. He goes back there. And thirdly, I still look at Pittsburgh and the situation with playing his brother. Brother, I, I would rule out. I'd be shocked if it would be Tennessee. But eight, sixteen million. I, the perfect thing I'll go back to again when we talk about these players because the the biggest free agent out there. I don't know if they're going to tag him again and pass rushers is Shaquille Barrett. I mean, he's coming off the Super Bowl. He's looking to be paid. That's the one that everybody's going to have on their wish list. But if you if you go look, the perfect example that I'll give, and I've said this before, is go look at DeMarcus Ware when he left Dallas, the mm-hmm. all-time leading pass rusher in Dallas, sack leader in Dallas, yada, 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 mm-hmm. Mr. Face of the defense, number 94. When he left at that time, and I understand the scale is not that much different, but it's it's kind of different. But when he left at his age, he settled for about $12, 13000000 million he came over to Denver with. That's, as that's, much that's, respect as I have for Demarcus Ware, he's not going to cut. JJ Watt signs his deal and they print his jerseys. They're gone. They're gone. Like it, I, again, Demarcus Ware is a monster. You, myself, Salami, we were all like, "Wow, I can't believe Dallas is so ready to give up on this guy. I can't believe the fans are kicking him in the butt on the way out." A lot of respect for Demarcus Ware. No Denver fans are rushing out to buy his jersey when he got there. JJ Watt hits your town. He's one of those guys that everybody loves. Philanthropic beast. His jerseys are gone. It's that's let's not compare him to Demarcus but see, Ware. But, but Rudy, I think and, I, and Demarcus the, but, is but, a monster. There's no disrespect on. to Demarcus. Well, he, first of he all, he still looks 19 first, years old. Guy, a lot of, all, of respect for him. First of all, 
DeMarcus Ware was in his body, and even though he was kind of banged up, his body and his production was still better than where J.J. is right now at his stage of career when he left Dallas. Uh, I think I'm think i speaking uh, the popularity contest I, see, right And now. I think you're thinking of J.J. five or six years ago when he's catching touchdown passes in the end <laughs> yeah. zone and all that. J.J. Watt has been banged up for the last few years. He had a subpar this year, not bad year. I, I don't. When you're talking about jersey sales, if, if he goes to Buffalo, all of a sudden a lot of people are not going out and getting 99 jerseys. He's not that. I don't think in, in the Texas you're crazy. and the South, you're no. You're crazy. I don't think so, Rudy. You're crazy. I don't think so. Okay. I mean, because I don't think he's that. I don't. I don't think he's that. I don't think he's that guy he's anymore from a fan few, base one of, standpoint. He's one of the few NFL players outside of the quarterback position that passer buyers know. That's facts. That's facts. But I think and you, you're talking about a town like Green Bay. Green Bay will embrace him. They, even though it's not, they're they're gonna they're gonna act like they're getting Reggie White. God bless the dead. Buffalo's gonna act like they're getting Bruce Smith, even though it's not, even though he's not Bruce Smith anymore. And the Titans have never, outside of right now, my man, God, Derrick Henry, they have no, they have no stars. They would embrace him as well. I do think his jersey would fly off the shelves, and that's why he can add two to five million dollars onto his contract because you make it back off the field. I will tell you this right now, anybody outside of maybe Buffalo, and I would still say no, but out of Buffalo, who gives J.J. Watt 16 to – how much yeah. is it? 15 to 16. 16 to 18. What, you going to kill give him for? 16 to 18 you million. That is a bad, that's a bad investment. Because he can't play – he's not playing every snap no more. And I don't that, think he's going to – We agree on yeah, that. And we I agree don't, on I, that. I think when you talk about the jersey sales being a factor, you're talking about quarterbacks – I think that's the thing that quarter like when Tom Brady went to Tampa. I mean, yes, oh, that's yeah, like that's a, different. That, I, no, I'm not. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah for I sure. don't think that. The, and if a if a GM on ownership makes bases it off of that, like if he bases it, and off I'm talking of, about the money you're going to spend, right, right? But go ahead. No, because first of all, I mean, yes, if you're looking at what well, money we're going to recoup because we're going to sell a lot of JJ Watt jerseys, those money you recoup on JJ Watt jerseys don't help you against the cap. Having J.J. Watt at his age and his production, and he can't play every snap, paying him $18 million a year is crazy at his way. Now, Every day, thousands of hackers try to steal your crypto. But Arculus uses air-gapped technology by forming a protective barrier that insulates you from hackers and secures your crypto. Order yours at GetArculus.com. If Von Miller gets released from Denver... And they can't restructure his contract. He goes now. I think somebody <clears throat> like a Buffalo, somebody out that would probably pay Von Miller, Von Miller, eighteen million dollars. Yes, like, yeah, like yeah, that's yeah, the yeah, thing for sure. But when you're talking about a Shaquille Barrett that's looking at twenty-one to twenty-two, you know, Forrest Buckner that came over from 49ers to the Colts in that trade, he signed that extension when he got there. He's at the twenty-one million a year clip somewhere around there. When you look at the the biggest free agent pass rusher this year in Shaquille Barrett. He's going to probably demand that twenty-year range, probably twenty twenty-one year no, million. Twenty range. to twenty-two. Okay, when you look at that, I think a guy at JJ where he's where he's at his career, you look, need to be at the, with, probably the thirteen to fourteen million range. With oh. him going to be on a load management type um, schedule, if he goes to a playoff team, that's another reason I'm saying I'm justifying paying him sixteen eighteen. 
you got to bring your lunch pail on those days. You're not going to be able to run the ball. Your quarterback's going to be under duress. J.J. Watt, considering, like you said, he's not going to play every snap, but if they make it to the playoffs and he's well-rested and they've been making sure they take care of his body, he's a he's still a difference maker on a contender. Definitely. Like, it zaps it zaps all of your powers when you're when you're playing on a team that's four and nine, and then you're four and ten, and then you look up and you're five and eleven at the end of the season. That zaps all of your energy. You don't want to go out there anymore. But I won't guarantee it. I won't okay. salami stamp it. But I'll go and put my chips on the table and tell you right now. I think JJ Watt signed somewhere for an annual market about I would say it's about fourteen million tops, fourteen okay. million or lower. Uh, that's where I think it ends up at. Um, could be wrong on it, but but we'll see. I mean, somebody might give them eighteen seventy, but I just, in my opinion, I think that would be a little bit a rec- little bit reckless. Okay. Listen to the sports grind broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios. We'll be back. All right, back here on the Sports Ride, 736-9760, broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios. And this next segment is going to be presented by Way to Grow. Way to Grow is a full-service landscaping company that can handle all your residential or commercial needs. That is Way to Grow, official sponsor of the Sports Ride, 736-9760. All right, so, uh, yeah, that's my opinion on JJ. So okay. we'll see where the chips fall on that. But I just feel like anything that's 16 or, you know, anything around the 18 mil range, 17 mil, I think that's kind of reckless. But he's another interesting uh, free agent piece as he was released, released from Houston that we'll see how it goes down. Uh, but before we get into Mel Kuyper's uh, deal, let's back up a little bit because one of the things you did have on the docket, and I kind of heard in the last hour on up to ticker, and we've had this conversation, and I've brought up this conversation yeah. quite a bit, in regard regards to Kyrie Irving and uh, what he said. Um, well, he, he tweeted a picture of Kobe with the logo around it, and he said, um, "I don't care what anyone says. We need to make this happen." Now, keep in mind, you know, Kyrie, after he hits the game winner versus the Golden State Warriors in 2016. The, one of the first people he calls, I'm not going to say he didn't call his dad. I mean, he probably did. But one of the first people he contacts, he FaceTimes Kobe Bryant. Um, remember Ky- Kyrie when Kobe passed last year, took a few days off, just was like gone. Like So keep in mind, Kyrie has a totally different type of love for Kobe Bryant. But um, in Kyrie's opinion, he wants the NBA to change the logo to this silhouette of Kobe Bryant. Well, I'm glad you put it out that way to give the backstory regards to the close right. relationship with Kyrie and uh, Kobe. And I think Jerry West has already come out and said he wouldn't mind. Well, but Jerry's I, not a guy that right. yeah, Jerry doesn't care. Um, and again, you know, respect to the dead and everything. See, I, 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 I've went ahead and had this charge because if this was going to happen and, and maybe, you know, it's a, the optics of it because he owns, he's a majority owner of a team. But before Kobe, I mean, it would have to be, in my opinion, it would have to be Michael Jordan that would be on that that logo. But now, the, go ahead. Now the the passing of Kobe, 
might change that. There's also a situation where you would say, hey, you've got one, even though, and and we've told this story before on, on this show, the, the history behind that logo and, and Jerry West, mm-hmm. I mean, it was denied. I mean, Jerry never did. The guy who designed it, they never did really admit that that was Jerry West on that logo when they designed it. I forgot the guy's name who did it. But, you know, there could be some connection with Jerry, you know, former Laker. It was him. You know, then you go into Kobe in this situation. I do feel that I wouldn't have a problem with the upgrade with the logo, you know, in, in general. But I Would think you if have you were, a problem if it was Bean because you don't like Bean. Stops. I, I have, you respect I, being I respect and you respect them, the dead. I get but, that. Like, you don't have to keep But no, I don't it. have. Uh, you're the Kobe. I, I didn't. I mean, you're the Kobe guy, Kobe underwear, the whole deal. Kobe but, underwear. Uh, but I mean, no, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not that. Company? Yeah, I'm not okay. that guy. But I've got respect for Kobe. The question is, would I have a problem with it? Um, I would only have a. Probably it would not be an outrage. I wouldn't come in here blazing like, oh, this is ridiculous. But I would sit there and say, if I had a choice, I do think. Mike would be warranted because of that, because of what we always talk about or what Mike did to the game. I mean, like we always say, well, you know, Larry and Magic saved it, and Mike took it to a whole nother stratosphere in regards to now, the dollars, market, and all that. Now, let me ask you this, because I, I threw this out to a couple different groups I, I chat with. One of my buddies said the Jordan logo is already so much more so much bigger than the NBA logo already. He doesn't even need it. So why not go with Kobe? Well, if you you, play, how, do you, how do you feel about that? If you play that angle, if you look at that, that's that kind of makes sense on that take. But I feel that this is, yes, his Jordan brand is on golf. It's it's in and racing. And you throw it's Nike in, into it as well because that's like a joint venture. So now like if the NBA were to go to a Jordan logo, while Jordan, I, I, I don't know the full dynamics of that business relationship, but I know Nike is tied in, so now you're so now you're not just to bring up a silhouette. Now you're bringing in a whole different business brand, and Nike's gonna want to cut. And like, I don't know how that would work, but I thought that take made a lot of sense. Well, of course it makes sense to you, but I but to me, first of all, I don't have a, I don't want it. I don't yeah. I don't I don't need the logo to change. Right. Like Kobe will live in infamy. Like Kobe's fine. Like he right. doesn't. It's not going to change anything he did. I don't. I don't care if they do or they don't. But I thought, like, if we are going to change it, yes, I agree with you. As much as a Kobe underwear, pairs of Kobe underwear as I have, if somebody would deserve deserve it of the logo, it would be Mike. But that's a. I think we got to start. Day. I think we got to start here. But, but with see, this that's question. Jordan. No, you know what I mean. A silhouette. A silhouette is still like the NBA logo, but like to change it to the jump man, like. That's already something. And necessarily doesn't have to really be the Jumpman logo. It could oh, be okay. somebody else. Okay. It could be the ball head. It could be, I mean, it could okay, be, okay, because okay, this okay, is the deal. You, this, is the, this is where we need to start with this conversation, because really what it comes down to, if you're going to change the logo, what is the reason you're changing the logo for? Okay, because again, if you go research the history of the Jerry West, at this point, it would just West, be to honor Kobe. Well, and honestly, if we're talking about Kobe, but but honestly, I think that when you're talking about the logo that re- represents the NBA, I feel, and this is my opinion, but I feel that if let's say Kyrie, this really gets some legs and gets some traction, I think it the won't. league would it only won't. be the league would only be doing it out of 
because he's passed and his sympathy of his past. Like naming the uh, MVP, the finals MVP, or naming the whatever award after Kobe or something like that, The that would be different. I mean, because didn't they, did they rename the all-star MVP over after Kobe or something like that? I thought I, that did, was Bill. Oh, oh no, was, Bill Russell's the finals. The okay. All Star MVP is named after Kobe. Okay, now. that's yes. see, that's understandable. But when you're talking about changing the logo, that's a big. For the, deal. That's like okay, why did we change it? We'll see if it is Mike. You can change it like, hey, this is a guy that's burped all these guys that are in the league now. Like I just said in the first hour, how Kepka said that, hey, you know, Tiger Woods, he's he's eighty percent of the reason why we're all out here. Michael Jordan is a big 80% of the reason why Kobe and a lot of these guys and the money to where it's at and all it is there. So that right there to me would justify it more of changing to Mike. And I've said this on this show and brought it up for years that I think that it should have been changed to Mike. I mean, I'm not saying that it's got to be. I just think somebody like Kyrie. See, I I was always under the impression you were talking about the Jumpman logo. You were just talking about a silhouette of Mike. Well, I wouldn't mind the Jumpman logo, but your whoever you had the conversation with that want to say, okay, that Jumpman logos and in racing, it's an indie, it's on golf bags, it's, it's on golf than the shoes. NBA. That might be a little bit a conflict of interest where the NBA would look at that as well too. But if it's just talking about we've got to change the logo and the powers of B, Adam Silver and the rest of the owners, whatever right. they talk about this, then it means like, all right, let's take a vote. Who could it be? Who should it be? You know, and it has to be somebody from that era of. You know, the 90s, I would say, later on 90s in Mike's area up until now anyway, in the last 23 years. We can't, you know, because you got somebody listening that would say, well, well, why why not Kareem? Why not Oscar Robertson? Well, those guys, Jerry West, you know, played against Oscar, if I'm not mistaken, back in that time. So they didn't choose it at that time. And uh, But at the end of the day, I think it comes down to where if they're going to do this, You've got to have a reason to explain to some fans of why you are think, doing it. Well, it's, it, I mean, it would be simple, but this I don't think this is going to get any traction. Plus, <laughs> Kyrie is on one. I mean, the guy walks into the arena with a Moses walking stick. Are you going to part the Red Sea? Kyrie is on a whole different way. And I'm not even saying, no, he just tweeted this. Out. I'm not tweeted. even saying there's anything wrong with the way Kyrie carries himself. I uh-huh. like it. Nothing wrong with being woke, but... Just keep in mind who we're speaking of. This is a guy that believes the earth is flat. Even though he took it back, he believes the earth is flat. So he's wired different. He has a wire. Like have you seen the stick? No, but I would ask, last, okay, he thinks the earth is flat. I was asking him, are you one of those, you believe in dinosaurs? Because some people don't even believe it. I would ask Kyrie, do you believe they're actually in Mars? Do you believe Was there in life dinosaurs? on Mars? Of course I believe in dinosaurs. Uh-huh. But you got a lot of people these days and conspiracy theories will tell you anything. Like, that didn't happen. Dinosaurs weren't here. Those just big bones they found everywhere. That's the type. Kyrie's one of those guys that probably has an interesting take on anything. I don't he know what fired this out. probably don't think we landed out. on the moon either. Yeah, man. Don't give me. That's the generation thing. Don't get me started on that. But right. anyway. All right. You listen to the Sports Grind broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios. We'll be back. All right, back here on the Sports Grind, 736-9760. Broadcasting here for the Rounders Car Club Studios. This last segment of the day is going to be presented by the Thompson Law Firm. If you're injured in a motorcycle vehicle accident by an 18-wheeler or commercial truck, you'll need a lawyer with 20-plus years' experience to get it right. That's the Thompson Law Firm. They're here for you. Call Jason himself at 210-900-0400. That is the Thompson Law Firm official sponsor of the Sports Grind. 
Um, okay, so a couple things. I think we got to everything we wanted to do today. Uh, get to today. A couple so are things. You okay we with Kobe. Be clear. I would live with it. I mean, I'm not going to be outraged okay. about it, sure. but I just think if you ask me, I think if they would do that, if this gets legs, it's just going to be because of he's passed. And that's the thing. I think uh, honoring him with the All-Star Award MVP after him, that's one thing. But putting the logo on there. Right. And again, not to talk about the dead, because I don't want Vanessa to come after me because, you know, she already came up with McMills, right. you know. I would just sit there and say, you know, this is there is a other chapter to Kobe that that would probably maybe rub people the wrong way if they went in and did that. What chapter? Oh, I don't know the allegation that he was oh, part of that. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, yeah for I sure. Mean, come on, I mean, for come sure. on. You know, and not that that would bother me. That's not what I'm saying. But I'm saying no, that though, a, when you do something that, like there's that, there's millions of people that feel that when way. When you do something That's, like that, you've got to take that in consideration. Okay. Now, real quick, before I get to my uh, last NFL thing to throw out the chat, there we missed out too. You said, yeah, you wanted to talk about possibly what superstars could have their team or that particular team and Golden State. That's what you're talking about, right? Right. Yeah. Well. Watching LeBron without Anthony Davis while he still has Kyle Kuzma and a few other guys, and then I'm looking at Steph's team, I'm like, wow, you know, you really got to tip your cap to Steph Curry. I mean, Kelly Oubre, Andre Wiggins, these are guys that have been traded that, you know, there's a reason these guys are in Golden State now, the guys that he's playing alongside of, and they're 18 and 15. So Steph takes a lot of heat. You know, he felt a lot of people feel like Kevin Durant bailed him out. He has two rings because of Kevin Durant. Well, he has a total of three because of Kevin Durant. But when you look at that team that he's playing with, that he's asked to carry night in and night out, it's impressive. And he, he's definitely in the MVP conversation, probably top two, top three right now, as far as as far as where I'm sitting. And that it just it came to me when I was watch when I watched LeBron these last few games. Without Anthony That's Davis. a good point. And last night, you know, they got the victory against the Pacers, speaking of Golden State. And the one thing I will tell you about Golden State, first of all, their number two overall pick, man. I mean, the league better Ooh, get the get, Wiseman. They yeah, better get buddy. eaten now while they can. Because as yeah, soon as, um, you know, my man Clay Thompson comes back and him. And, you know, Golden State's getting healthier, too. Looney's back. Um, you know, why he came back? back. Uh, they're a team in the West that could basically be around that middle pack. You know, they're they're not a championship team yet. Uh, yet, no, I do agree no, with no, you no, no, no. Uh, that Curry's in a you know MVP type type of yes. performance this season. But you're right. I mean, if you look at you know in regards to the moving parts around the type of uh, the wins that they can get on even given night, that's huge. Um, also, the you had the um, you know again we're about couple months out, month and a half out, but you're getting into that whole mock draft situation now. And well, you were talking about that till tomorrow. Mel Kuyper yeah, I, still. Yeah, we got to save that till tomorrow. I don't want to rush you, that because you, you shut me down when I was you're like, no way. Five or six. No, man. I told you there was going to be – I told you there was going to be a, a big flood of quarterbacks uh, in this Yeah, you, know, you this said in draft. the first round. Yeah. Mel Kuyper's first – well – his mock draft right now, his mock draft will change mm. a few more times. But coming out of the Senior Bowl, Mel Kuyper's mock draft right now today has five QBs, not only in the first round, five QBs in the first top in the top ten. That's insane. I mean, you it, you know, it starts with but Jacksonville. He has, he has San Francisco moving up to select Justin Fields at seven. Really, the interesting thing to me is really with, and we'll have a whole month and a half. Yeah, we got to a talk lot about of time this. to talk about the draft. But I, I think the interesting thing to me is really what the Jets are going to do 
uh, at number two. two? Okay. Because, I mean, it's the Sam Darnold factor. And, again, there's that Deshaun Watson factor, even right. though it's kind of cooled down and saying the Jets are maybe not a team that he would sign off on. But what they're going to do with Sam Darnold, it's not really with Deshaun Watson because Sam Darnold, do you move on from him? Because I did see a Kuiper thing. He got the Jets taken, I think as of this morning, he got the Jets taken the tight end out of Florida, which is one of the best tight ends in this year in college. But and number two? That's what that's according to Mel. He said because he, he's high on Sam, and he just feels like there hasn't been pieces around there. But I think the Jets are in a situation where if they don't move Sam Darnold, mm-hmm. if they're not in the Deshaun sweepstakes, they don't move Sam Darnold, then at the end of the day you could be looking still to draft one of the kid from BYU, the kid from North Dakota, and and uh, you know pretty much uh, Carson Wentz alma mater. They could be looking to say, hey, if Sam, if we don't get the warm and fuzzies, we don't think he's that guy. Let's move on to take one of these other kids and maybe say, and then you could trade Sam for more picks and more ammunition with the Jets already have. It's a different culture down there with my guy down there uh, that from I'm hearing that came over from the 49ers. Uh, you know, Kate, the head coach over there, you know, defensive oh, yes, coordinator, yes, that yes, he's yes, over yes, there. Yes, absolutely. So uh, we'll just have to see how it plays out. But I don't know about the top five out of those, but I definitely would feel comfortable saying um, that there's definitely could but, be about five or six in that top ten. It just depends on really what happens in this offseason with these trades and other quarterbacks. Again, I don't really like mock drafts because they change so much. The thing that – the reason I brought it up to you was because he had Mac Jones – at seven going to the Panthers. I thought Mac Jones would be late first, maybe second round guy. Now we're talking about Mel because he has such a great senior bowl. Um, Mel's talking about him being possibly a top See. 10 pick. But again, proceed with caution. He is He played alongside of the best wide receiving that, core yeah, that we've seen in the that's last kind of what And see, you kind of stole my thunder because I would say, look, Mel Kuyper, he's been doing this since I was, you know, buying cookies at Wincrest and lunch. He's been doing mocks and right. doing drafts. But I will say, since I pay a lot of attention to Alabama, I, I didn't let that narrative go with Tua because Tua was that narrative like, well, dang, he's right. got Jude, he's got this. But Matt Jones – that's one of those that you have to will feel like, okay, is he really that guy? I mean, the only thing I'll tell you about Matt Jones, he grinded. He got it. He, 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 you know, he didn't transfer. He sat there behind Hurts. He sat there behind Tua, Tua's brother right, when he was there. Right. And he got his opportunity, his, you know, his senior year to go ahead and lead them to a national championship. But I do feel that way, um, taking the Crimson Tide goggles off. I do feel that way in regards to Matt Jones. But anyway, all right, man, that's a wrap. Special thanks to producers of the show, Rudy J, myself, yes, Calvin, Sam Spin, the one and two, San Antonio Corpus, Laredo, Austin, Del Rio, people up in Tyler, people up in Shot City, people down the whole 305 South Florida region. When that alarm goes off tomorrow morning for it's the snooze button for you, Rock the rack just ask yourself you grind in peace see you tomorrow every day thousands of hackers try to steal your crypto but arculus uses air-gapped technology by forming a protective barrier that insulates you from hackers and secures your crypto Order yours at GetArculus.com.